0: Shalom, everyone. Today we're going to talk about a great mystery, the secret of your dreams. Many people have written about dreams and how they affect us, but this podcast will be a little different. I'm going to talk to you today about how the spirit realm affects your dreams and how dreams can be a gateway to the spirit realm. Have you ever had a dream that is so vivid that when you woke up you thought it was real. Or maybe you have had a crazy nightmare that keeps recurring. Or maybe you felt frozen in your dream and you couldn't move. Or maybe you've had a sexual dream about a person that you never would have expected and it was so real. Or maybe God spoke through a dream. Today, I wanna talk to you about these subjects and show you that many people are having the same kind of dreams. And not all dreams are your own. And the spirit realm really does affect your dreams. I'm Jennifer Guetta, a biblical archaeologist and scientist who came to know Jesus supernaturally. This is the Awestruck Podcast, where we discover secrets of the supernatural from an archaeologist who actually experienced it. If you want to read my testimony, then I suggest you read my book, Awestruck by Glory, which tells the whole story in details. Or just subscribe to my YouTube channel, Awestruck with Jennifer Greta, or you can find me on Facebook and Insta. Now let's get started studying the secret of your dreams. In my book, Awestruck by Glory, you can read about the hundreds of dreams and visions we had between 2012 and 2015. Now, before that time, I did not believe in the supernatural until we were attacked by witchcraft. And then we started having many crazy dreams and all the people around us did too. In fact, many of the supernatural experience that we had happened through dreams. We learned quickly that there was a spirit realm all around us that we didn't see. And in the spirit realm, there was light and dark, and they were not at peace. They were at war. God is also spirit, and he is Lord of all the spirit spirits. The kingdom of darkness, however, contains many different kinds of demons. And the kingdom of God, is it includes Jesus, good angels, and the Holy Spirit. Now, when you are asleep, your spirit is still awake. The spirit realm can easily reach you through your dreams from both sides. Dreams are like a portal to another dimension. Dark spirits can reach you, and there can be nightmares or crazy sinful thoughts. But God also speaks to you through dreams. Did you know that many of the divine encounters in the Bible that we speak about as if they are stories, actually happened while the people were asleep? For example, in Genesis 15:1, when Abraham received the promise from God for the future of his people, it happened in a dream. When Jacob saw the ladder going up to heaven with angels on it in Genesis 28, it happened in a dream. When Solomon received the promise from God that he would receive riches and wisdom in 1 Kings 3-5, It happened in a dream, and it also what happened in the New Testament. Joseph from Mary received four dreams from God about protecting the baby Jesus, and the disciples also had many dreams. In fact, there are scholars that say that more than one-third of the Bible was through dreams and half of the prophetic works. God is still speaking today. And we long to hear his voice. So it's important to find out more about the secret of dreams and make a distinction and know where your dreams are coming from. Now, I still believe that many of our dreams are still our own mind processing things around us. However, the spirit realm can enter our dreams and affect us for good or for bad. Dreams from the spirit realm are different than regular dreams. And I'm going to tell you today why they are different. When we were being delivered by Jesus in 2013, we caught a glimpse of the spirit world through our dreams. These dreams were like a gate in which the spirit realm reached us with images and words. Some of these dreams were influenced by the darkness and some were given by God. Interestingly, we often had good dreams and bad dreams right after each other or the other way around. Two years later, my husband and I went to a Christian conference and a famous prophet prayed over us. He told us at the time he said, you have been to the other side and this is precisely how we felt. The dream world is definitely a portal to another dimension and spirits can influence us this way. Have you ever seen the movie Avatar with those big blue men? In the movie, the characters go to sleep, and in their dreams they go to another world where there are beings with superpower strength. This is similar to what we experienced. However, there was a big difference. In the other world, there were no peaceful peaceful creatures who offered superpower? although demons do that. Instead, there were two forces at war, light and dark, good and bad. And thankfully, there was Jesus who conquered the darkness for us. When we first received these dreams, we had no idea that they were from an outside force. And we slowly became aware that our dreams were not our own. However, we started having different dreams and they were regular and they were so clear and vivid and many times at the same time. And the air temperature would also change in the room. When these things started happening to us, I had a notebook and I wrote down everything we experienced with dates and times. And then I started noticing patterns that prove that the dreams were not our own. What were these patterns? Well, let me tell you about some of the things that we experienced. First of all, we had simultaneous dreams, meaning my husband and I both had dreams at the same time, and it didn't matter what we ate the day before. The dreams would be so vivid and very similar. And then we woke, when we woke up, we would feel a presence in the room, and we would immediately ask each other what the other dreamt, and it would be the same. Therefore, we knew it was an outside force influencing us. When two, when two people have the same dream in the same night, you know it cannot be coincidence. We were not the only one in our vicinity who had these dreams. Many people around us started having dreams, even in different countries, including my sister, my mom, several of Elijah's dreams, and friends of ours. Many had such had never had such dreams before. During the Passover feast in 2015, we actually counted 14 dreams from God in seven people in three different countries about the same event. Some dreamed them in the same night in different countries. Wow. We had many dreams also of light and darkness at the same time. In the beginning, we often felt attacked in our dreams, but immediately afterwards, we would feel the Lord's presence. We started noticing that often the presence of God would come before or after an attack. This showed how when we were attacked by evil spirits in a dream, afterwards, God would show up and help us. Sometimes it also happened the other way around. God gave us a promise in a dream, and afterwards, the enemy would come and try to steal the promise or try to make us doubt his word. Now, we had some amazing patterns in the dreams. Some of them, for example, are most of the dreams occurred on Sunday night, Monday, Thursday night, or Friday, but especially Sunday and Thursday. Most of the dreams were between the first and the sixth of the month, and especially on the third and the fifth. Most dreams occurred during the biblical holidays, which are aligned with the moon calendar. Very interesting. Sometimes the temperatures changed in the room. With demons, it would be cold, and with God, it would be warm. The dreams were very clear and different than regular dreams. Other patterns that we notice is that the dreams would come early in the night, around 3 o'clock or very early in the morning. We would often wake up and see the time next to our bed. And it would be 333-222 three, 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 two, 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 or 111. It was shocking. And then we saw and heard in dreams at the same time. For example, we saw many beautiful things in the dreams, like a beautiful piece of paper, and suddenly there would be writing on it, and my focus would go to it, and then I could read it, or I would hear a voice at the same time reading it. Uh, we have also seen that dreams from God, they work with both vision and hearing at the same time. While you're focused on watching a vision in a dream, you can simultaneously hear a voice speaking to you. It was a mix of seeing and hearing that God used most of all in my dreams. As I said, dreams from the spirit realm are different than regular dreams. They're so vivid and and. So clear that you feel like you have actually been there. They affect your emotions and your physical body. They are intense. It's almost like you feel it with your body. You remember them easily because they're so real. And they become clearer as you go. Sometimes they're added on to a regular dream. Or they're like a dream in a dream. And very often, they're in a half-sleep, half-state, half-awake state. state. Now, when we found out that not all our dreams were our own, we were shocked. And it felt kind of scary because we found out there was so much more out there and there was something affecting us. But we learned to overcome that fear because we found out that God is good and He is alive and Jesus loves us and He helps us. And He is still speaking today, giving us dreams, warning us and helping us. And Jesus came to us in dreams too. When God started speaking to us through dreams, we were amazed. I had never heard of God speaking in dreams, and I certainly did not believe he was still speaking today. I thought that was just something of the past. That our dreams were not just part of were just part of our natural psychology. But I slowly came to realize that these dreams were not based on my own. And you might say that's ridiculous. God doesn't speak through dreams actually he does. As I said before, one-third of the Bible happened through dreams and more than half of the prophetic works. In both the Old and New Testament, God spoke many times through people while they were asleep. In fact, most of the stories in the Bible where God intervened in man's lives happened through dreams. Examples are Abraham, Jacob, Joseph, Daniel, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, And in the New Testament, Joseph from Mary and Peter, and some say even the entire book of Revelation. Many of the divine encounters that we speak about as if their stories actually happened while those people were asleep. And the story starts and ends with, and he was asleep, or as he woke up. By the way, in the Bible, God often warned people, he made promises. He revealed things to people. And when they woke up, they did not doubt at all that it was God speaking to them. They knew immediately it was Him. Today, because of modern science, we often have doubted much of our dreams and we that we actually no longer recognize that it's God speaking. But Job 33, 14 through 16 says, for God does speak, now one way, now another, though no one perceives it. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls on people as they slumber in their beds. He may speak to their ears and terrify them with warnings to turn them from wrongdoing and keep them from pride, to pre- preserve them from the pit, their lies from perishing by the sword. Specifically, it says here that God speaks through dreams to preserve people, to warn them. If God spoke to people in the Bible through dreams, and He is so real, then He is still doing it today. The prophet Joel prophesied that in the last days, God would pour out His Spirit on all flesh, and all, and all men, especially old men, would dream dreams. Joel 2 28 says and it will come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughter will prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. Now that's kind of what happened to us and we started having so many dreams and we thought that nobody around us understood us. We started looking for answers when that started happening to us. And then we noticed that God spoke to some Christians in the same manner, and they encouraged me to read the biblical stories. I was amazed to find out that the people of the Bible went through the same thing. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And He still speaks in dreams. And I'm going to tell you more about how He does that later on in this podcast. However, when you have dreams, it's important to distinguish where your dreams are coming from. They can be from yourself, from God, or from the enemy. So what kind of dreams have you had? Let's first talk about some of the bad dreams we've had the darkness actually we call it demons the devil let's call it what it is can come to you in your dreams this often is because some evil spirit or demon is around somewhere affecting your mind in the bible god warns us to be careful of dreams of sorcerers false prophets and he warns us about false dreams for thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel: Do not let your prophets and your diviners, who are in your midst, deceive you, nor listen to your dreams, because uh, which you cause to be dreamed. For they prophesy falsely to you, in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. God warns us in Jeremiah twenty-eight through nine, Deuteronomy five one through three, and Zechariah ten. Uh, 10.2. Why does God give these warnings? Well, because in your sleep, the spirit world can reach you easily and darkness can give you false dreams. It can threaten you or tempt you with strong feelings that are not your own. Now, in some dreams, we have had the Lord just open our eyes and, and he showed us what was going on. In other dreams, the demons would attack us in the form of a being or often in the form of an animal. This says nothing, by the way, about the animals, but it's just the image that they use. I found out that sorcerers and witches come and manifest in the spirit realm in your dreams. This was especially to scare us so that we wouldn't talk. Sometimes, They would also come and try to seduce us in our dreams with gift, knowledge, beauty, or anything else they could think of to get us away from Jesus. Now you can read all our stories in my book, Awestruck by Glory. You'll find out all about it. Here is a list of some of the things that we experience from the enemy's dreams. One, he sometimes comes to terrorize us. Two, he scares us into something and uses fear to manipulate us. Temptation can often happen in your dream. The enemy will come to you and give you a dream and tempt you with images and feelings. The enemy is very is so good at deceiving and enticing you in your dreams. He comes as something good or something that you always wanted or something you always wanted to know or somebody you love like a, a lost family member or a friend. In, through that, he will try to lure you into doing something against God or plant a words in your heart that will affect you or will give you some kind of real intense physical feeling that you never knew you had. When the devil tempts you, he will come as something or someone you love like, a, like an angel of light. In my book, Awestruck by Glory, pages 155 to 158, You can read how Jesus called me to testify after he saved me. That witch tried to come back into my dreams and tempt me in order to stop what was happening. Those dreams happened at night. She would come at us in a different form, and then when I called on Jesus, she would disappear. She first came to scare me, but this did not work. And then she would come with temptation dreams to both me and my husband and offer me the secret of the stars or absolute power. And when I called on Jesus, the dreams would disappear. So whenever you have temptation in your dream, something really real, and you're being offered something that's like, wow, so amazing, always call on Jesus first. Because if the dream disappears, you know it wasn't from God. Now, my husband also experienced these kind of dreams. He came, she came to him in a dream as a monkey, and she tried to make him feel sorry for her. So crazy. Sometimes when demons come, you feel your body just freezes and you cannot breathe. That is another thing that they often use, and it's very terrifying for humans. I know quite a few people who have actually experienced that. Or you can get recurring nightmares about something very violent or awful. Now the enemy can also come to you in the form of something or someone or as an angel of light and offer you something you can't refuse. Demons lie and pretend they are God in dreams. and That's why it's so hard to distinguish. So only trust Jesus and no one else. Sometimes the enemy will come as an animal. There are many animals in dreams, both from the dark side and from the light. It does not mean that the animals are bad, but rather that those spirits use that form. The dark side uses snakes, scorpions, centipedes, monkeys, birds, storks, really all these kind of scary animals. But God comes as as a dove. The Holy Spirit comes as a dove. So it doesn't say anything about the animals, but those are images that they use in your dreams. Now, witches often can attack us, and witchcraft manifests in dreams where we can actually see or feel them, and it feels like a terrible attack, and it can be very scary and real. When that happens... Make sure to call upon Jesus. He's already paid the price. He paid the blood we He paid for it with his own blood. When you call upon him, he will protect you. Bad dreams can also come from cursed items or occult items in your house for example, all kinds of cards or cupboards. Now, it can also happen if you're sleeping in a room, for example, in a hotel room where there's demons in there and you'll just have strange dreams in that room or in uh, some other place where there are demons. And that will often manifest in your dreams. So if you think they're your own, then actually you start having these crazy dreams and it starts to affect you even though you slept in a place where it is there. So it's very dangerous to think that those dreams are your own. The problem is that many people do not distinguish the dreams they have as coming from the enemy. They think they're their own and then they accept the feelings as if they were always inside them. For example, the enemy will give them a crazy dream about a person or some sexual thing or something they have never done before. And they wake up and they feel, hey, this is part of me. It's who I am. And then it becomes their identity. When the enemy comes to you with those dreams and you accept it as your own, it becomes part of who you are, your identity. And you and, and you agree that it belongs, if you agree that it belongs to you, that spirit or demon then gets permission over you and will affect you and make it even more so. So if you get those dreams, those bad dreams, wherever you are, whether they come from outside, wherever they're coming from, say, no, that is not my identity. That is not who I am. I do not agree with it. I do not give permission to that dream. That way it does not affect you. This is why many people can suddenly change without knowing the reason. They are, fe- they are suddenly affected by those spirits just by sleeping in a hotel room or wherever, whether there is demons there or they are affected by witchcraft or something happens to them and they will suddenly change even have different sexual orientations or they will start becoming very violent or all kinds of crazy things happen. So each dream you have, wherever you are, you need to ask yourself, who is it coming from? There's only three choices, God, and that includes Jesus, demons, or yourself. So it depends on who you are influenced by. Dreams from God are different because they are holy and always confirm the Bible. They are filled with glory, warmth, and are very clear. And God will often repeat himself in the dream itself or after you wake up through his word or through other people. Dreams from the darkness, they can be terrifying and fearful and manipulative, cold, and they They also leave you with a feeling of lust and temptation that suddenly comes over you. At the moment that you have a dream, you have a choice. Are you going to agree with it or cast it off? When you agree with it, it's like giving permission to the enemy and it becomes your own. Some say we should not listen to any of our dreams because they're afraid that all the dreams are coming from the enemy. And it's indeed, it's sometimes really hard to know. However, if you shut off all your dreams, you will also not be able to hear the the voice of God because God longs to speak to you through, and He does it often through dreams. So it's important to learn how to make a distinction between God's dreams, your dreams, and the dreams of the enemy. So how can we actually fight those demons in our dreams? Demons attacking you in your sleep can come from permissions you have given them in the past through unknown or known sin, or through your family lineage, or because we're just attacked by witchcraft, or somehow somehow we have allowed the demons in by giving permission for items in our house, or we're sleeping in a, in a place where they have permission. We often don't know the real source, but the most important part is turning to Jesus and asking His help. Call out to Him and make Him your Lord, and He will help you. See my podcast, 18 Keys to Deliverance of Freedom in the End Times, for details on how to do that. You're not alone, and you can call out to him for help and pray the blood of Jesus over you and your dreams. I promise you, if there is a demon attacking you in your sleep and you feel paralyzed or anything else, and you call out to the name of Jesus, even if it's just thinking the name of Jesus, it will stop. It is important to find the source of your bad dreams. Demons need a point of contact, a permission to be there. So if there are any permissions you've given to the enemy or sins you have done, repent to God and ask him to forgive you in the name of Jesus. And it's also very important to clean your house of all witchcraft stuff and anything that looks evil. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you to get rid of anything that has been associated with the occult. Demons come only if they have permission, and it's often through stuff. Also, pray the blood of Jesus over every window and closet and opening and vents, especially if you're staying in some hotel room. When witchcraft manifests in your dreams, cast it off in the name of Jesus. But sometimes it is difficult to consciously call out to him because in your dreams you're not always conscious and aware of what's going on. And therefore, it's difficult to use your free will to stop it. In the beginning, when we were attacked by demons, we felt helpless. I remember praying many nights for the Lord to help me and to become aware of the things happening in my dreams so I could fight the demons and cry out for his protection. I had to learn to fight those demons in my dreams and use the authority He gave me. To fight the demons attacking us, we had to learn to become consciously aware inside our dreams and to actually influence our dreams with our own free will while we were asleep. Now, in our dreams, we had to call on Jesus and consciously take authority over the demons while we were sleeping. God's word is powerful, and demons flee when it is quoted in the name of Jesus. So what I did is I learned that this is the reason why it's good to memorize scriptures. When we quote God's word, we remind the enemy of his defeat. When we're attacked in our dreams, the best thing to do is to quote scripture without thinking about it. We have to... That's why we have to know the scriptures so well so that they're grafted into our subconscious and they so that we can use them even when we are sleeping. Now, I personally use the words of Jesus in my dreams. The armor of God mentions in Ephesians 6, many of the Psalms, and whatever at that moment came out while I was sleeping. The words of the prophet Isaiah and the Psalms were beautiful. And God saved us many times in dreams. It was as if the battle was happening in another dimension and we could see it in our dreams. Now, in the New Age, there is a term called lucid dreaming. This is actively being aware of your dreams. And what people do is they become so aware of their dreams that they try and enter into them to change the physical world and have a relationship with the spirits. Uh, for example, de- uh, deceased family members. They are consciously going in- and encountering the spirit realm because they know that. Now, I want to warn you about this. Lucid dream is is very, very dangerous, especially if you don't know Jesus, because demons will deceive you and they will come as a family member or something else. And if you don't know the difference, it can be very, very dangerous. You do not know who to believe. So don't even go there. But if you know Jesus, then you can memorize scriptures. And when you are attacked in your sleep, you can use them against the enemy. Now, we spoke a lot about bad dreams, but we should also stay open because God's dreams speaks to us in dreams. And if we want to hear his voice, then this is one of the main ways we should pay attention to our dreams. So let's talk about God's dreams. When God gives us dreams, he warns us and saves us from the pit. God uses some dreams to show you what is happening in the spirit realm and warn you of attacks from the enemy. Sometimes he will give you dreams that are even meant for somebody else so you can warn them. I'll give you an example. My sister had a dream in Awestruck by Glory in, in my book. and it tell, It really was to warn us about what was going on. God shows us what is going on in the spirit realm so we know what to do. The dream showed us pictures of things that were happening in the physical and the spiritual realm. It was as if we could see the battlefield of what's happening spiritually in our dreams. Even some of the nightmares were not actually from demons themselves, but rather from God who was showing us what the devil was doing at the time. For example, the dreams I had in 2012 were when God opened my eyes. I saw into the spirit realm, and they were terrifying because I saw spirits, what that witch really looked like. But God had given me that dream to wake me up and show me what was going on. Now, sometimes when God speaks to us, he gives us a word. He wants to speak to us personally. I love it when he does that. Sometimes he gives us prophetic dreams about something in the future. And God uses dreams to show you the future or ask you to pray for something that's going to come to pass or for something that's going on with somebody else. God also gives promises in dreams. God can use your dreams to give you any kind of a beautiful promise. That's how he promised Abraham a great nation, and that's how he promised Solomon great wisdom and wealth in a dream. In my book, Awestruck by Glory, you can read about my dream where I saw a painting with writing on it, and God promised and he said he would pour his spirit out all over them. Now, sometimes God gives us dreams with a commission or something that we need to do or something that we need to tell somebody. To save them. For example, in my book, Awestruck by Glory, the Lord gave us two dreams uh, that we are to organize Passover. That was so amazing. God can also come in the form of somebody else to ask you something or to do something. Many people also have dreams of Jesus coming to them. We have had dreams of Jesus too. And they were so real. You will never forget those dreams. God's dreams are filled with glory and light. And sometimes he gives you solutions to problems in dreams. Sometimes at the end of those dreams, God will add a scene in which you all of a sudden have the solution to your problems. So we spoke about that our dreams are a portal to the spirit world. God is the father of all the spirits and still speaks today as Job said in Job thirty-three, fourteen 14 through 18. He is the same God as the, as the in biblical times, and he speaks to people today in the same manner. And he often does it, by the way, through his son, Jesus. In today's Western society, we've often forgotten that God speaks through dreams, and therefore it's difficult for him to reach us. We have told ourselves that our dreams are just mind games, but that's a lie. For God still speaks the same way today as he did in the past. Psalm sixteen seven says, I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. Yea, in the night season my rains instruct me. Now the dreams from God that we had felt like they were an intrusion into our normal dreams. I believe 95% of our dreams today are still our own emotions, working out things that happened around us. But there is a difference with dreams from God. These dreams were so vivid, you remember every detail. You wake up as if you've actually been to the place you dreamt about. It feels like someone literally changes the channel on the TV screen in your mind. A dream from God feels like somebody suddenly changes... The channel on your own dreams. It is a dream within a dream. and feels like an invasion in your thoughts and your regular dreams. You're quietly sleeping, going about your own dream, long dream, when suddenly there's an unexpected ending. And the dream becomes so vivid, so real, so intense. And when you wake up, you will never forget. Instead of slowly receding to the back of your mind, dreams from God are planted inside you and will grow more real when you wake up. And many of the dreams felt like that we had felt like they were between a dream state and a reality, like half asleep, half awake. When God gave me dreams, they were filled with glory, love, and light, and the air temperature in my room went up. Images and dreams can be very personal, or they can be general things that, you know, with clear meaning, something from God. The Lord uses images sometimes that we know in order to speak to us so that we can associate with them. And then we just feel his glory, with is bright white light usually in our dreams. We have seen many things in our dreams and learned that God teaches us. He, his spirit starts speaking to you and you become into agreement with him and you trust him. God's words in a dream are so strong. They feel like they are alive and they are alive. They are real. He can give you images or writing in your sleep, or you can actually literally hear his voice speaking out loud. Now, all over the world, there are many people and stories of people who had unexpected dreams of Jesus himself. These dreams are very real. They are not dreams from people who have had prior knowledge of him. When they experience Jesus in dreams, they know without a doubt that it's him, and he is the only way to God. And they risk everything for him. They often lose their family, their friends, their house, and country afterwards. And instead of being silent about their dreams, they go and tell the world. I understand. That's how it felt for me. These are people from all different religions who had dreams about a man in white who came to them and said, follow me. For example, you can read the story of Sima in Awestruck by Glory, my book, on page 187 to 188. In those dreams, these people, they don't know Jesus before. They never knew that he says, follow me. They are amazed by a sudden wave of glory which comes over them and invades their normal dream life. After the dream, they have great courage and determination often giving up everything in their life to follow Jesus. They know without a doubt that the dream was from God. They leave their countries, their families and follow God and just know, know that Jesus is alive. Like I said, I understand how they feel because it is very close to the divine. One dream from Jesus changes your life forever. Interestingly, it is only Jesus showing up in the dreams of Muslims, Hindus, Jews, and Buddhists all over the world. By the way, it's not the other way around. Allah, Shiva, and Buddha are not appearing in Christian's dreams. This should show enough. Jesus is very real and is part of of God who created the world. And he is alive and still calling people all over the world through their dreams to follow him. In 2014, I saw Jesus sitting on my bed. I was half asleep, half awake. There was white glory all around him and all around him. And he said for me to tell people about the kingdom of heaven that I'd seen. It was so amazing to get to know him personally. One dream from Jesus, and you know without a doubt that He is the only way and gives you the courage for life. Now, there are many Christians filled with the Holy Spirit who experience God speaking to them through dreams. And this is because they have a relationship with God and Jesus. And then God starts to speak to them And they can hear his voice. Since I came to know Jesus, I've had many dreams from the Lord. And he often guides me in this way and confirms it in the Bible. If you also want that personal relationship with him and want dreams from him, then you can do that today. All you have to do is to confess your sins and say you believe in him and he rose from the dead and make him your Lord. He will start speaking to you and guide your life. He will help you cast off all those demons, for He already won that battle. He died and paid for your sins so you could be set free from darkness. And He also rose from the dead and conquered the devil forever. So He's alive, and He wants to talk to you. He didn't come to condemn us. He came to save us. He came to restore our relationship with God so that we can hear God's voice again and commune with Him. And if you want, then you can have that too, just by praying this prayer with me. Just pray right now. Lord God, I believe with my whole heart in Your Son, Jesus, Yeshua. I believe He is the Messiah and died for my sins and rose from the dead to set me free from darkness. I turn to you and I ask you in the name of Jesus to forgive my sins and anything that I've done against you knowingly or unknowingly. I ask Jesus to come and live in my heart. I pray that his blood will be at the doorpost of my heart and I accept Jesus as my savior, my rescuer. With my own free will, I choose to make Jesus Lord over my life, and I will follow him with all my heart. Thank you, God, for your grace. Please send me your Holy Spirit to guide me in my life. And just say your name and Amen. Now, one last advice about your dreams. If you are having dreams, it's important to first assess whether you these dreams are your own or they could be from an outside force. Now, if they are from an outside force, then ask yourself, are they from God or are they from the darkness? If you feel they are demonic or they portray things which you do not agree with or want or are not scriptural, then tell the demons to leave in Jesus' name. Tell them you do not agree with the dream. Call on Jesus to come into your dreams and help you cast out the darkness. Then ask the Holy Spirit to come in and fill you with his presence and give you good dreams. So start memorizing scripture and quote scripture and listen to worship music. Pronounce the blood of Jesus over your dreams. The demons must flee in Jesus' name. Also, If you are praying in the name of Jesus and the demonic attack seems to get worse at first, don't stop praying. It means that things are working. Demons are waking up because you mentioned Jesus. They don't want to leave. But be persistent. Continue to call on him and command the demons to go. And eventually they will quiet down and they will leave. It is part of the process you go through if you want them to leave for good. Now, my advice is always have a book, next, a notebook next to your bed and write your dreams down as quickly as you can, even if it is just with a few words. Also write the date, the day of the week, and the time you had the dream. You might be able to distinguish a pattern in your dreams and it will help you become more aware of what is happening in your dreams and where they're coming from. If you are having a dream from God, you will probably know it is from him. The dream will become clearer as the day goes forth. If they're from God, then trust in him and follow him. The, something will happen where it will repeat around you. For example, through a person or through a scripture that you know God repeats himself. God can speak to you in your dreams, just like he did with Abraham, Jacob, and Solomon. Believe his words and agree with what he said so that he has the agreement. And if he, if Jesus asks you to do something in your dreams and it's confirmed in the Bible, then do it. Obedience is very important, and you will get more from dreams from him afterwards. Trust in him and his promises for your life. One word or image from God changes your life forever. I pray you will start having many dreams from God, and you'll be able to hear his voice clearly and get to know him more. Let me just say a prayer for you right now. Heavenly Father, Lord God, I pray for all the people listening. I pray that you will help them to be set free from any bad dreams. Help them to find the source, Lord, and help them help it to go. Lord, I pray they will have the strength to call on Jesus. And I pray that they will start hearing your voice in, in their dreams, Lord. That they will get a relationship with you and come to know you personally. And that you will speak to them in their dreams. Amen. If you want to know more about what happened to me and the secret secrets of your dreams, then I refer you to my book, Awestruck by Glory. It's available on Amazon and all online bookstores. Or you can find lots of information about dreams and their meanings on my website, awestruckbyglory.com. Go to the, uh, the Discover section and the secret Discover the Secret of Dreams. There's a whole section there with background information. You can also find information on my YouTube channel, Awestruck with Jennifer Guetta, or on Facebook and Insta. And on Telegram, you can follow me on the channel Prophecy from the Galilee. And if you want to hear more of these messages, then don't forget to follow this podcast, Ostrack Secrets of the Supernatural. Many blessings, and may our Lord Yeshua guide you in every way.